This is going to sound really strange, but I was lying on the bed this afternoon taking a little nap, and I hardly ever take my phone in the bedroom with me, but I was reading before I laid down, and so I just laid it beside me and laid my glasses beside me, and about three o'clock or so, I felt the phone vibrate on the bed, and uh, it was my pastor said, do you have the word? And uh, at that moment, I didn't, but as soon as I rolled over, pastor, this is what the Lord said, fear or favor? Fear or favor? In your Bibles, Luke chapter 1. Going to sound like a Christmas story for a minute. But just listen to me tonight and stay with me. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. You may be seated. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. Now, if you continue reading this chapter, it discusses Mary's conversation with the angel Gabriel. And you will quickly arrive at the same feeling you have every holiday season. Mary is not in control. I'd like to tell you tonight, you are not in control. I'd like for you to know tonight that hell is not in control. I want you to know tonight that Washington, D.C. is not in control. I want you to know that the State House in Indianapolis is not in control. Come on, I need somebody to help me right here. I'm telling you that we have no less opportunity today than we did however long ago it was that the, just about said conspiracy. (laughs) That what has happened to this nation happened. I'm telling you, God is still in control. There's still going to be a rapture. There's still miracle signs and wonders that are happening. There's still going to be revival in the church. Ah, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Mary was planning a wedding. She was engaged to Joseph and doing what she was supposed to be doing and then Gabriel arrived. You know what I'm praying? I hope an angel shows up in your bedroom tonight. Come on. I hope when you open the door of your house tonight and go home that there's a presence of God in there that begins to speak things into your spirit that lets you understand there's no need for you to live in fear. There's no need for you to be afraid. God has got this. (laughs) 
somebody close to you you're not in control the angel of the Lord lets her know she's not in control Joseph was building a business getting ready to become a husband guess what he wasn't in control either the baby came the shepherds were called they saw the star in the east and knew that They were not in control. God had another plan for them. Not one of those people in the story of Jesus' birth got to make a suggestion or share an opinion. But today, I want to talk to you about someone who is in control. Control. The God that we serve. He was in control then. And he's still in control today. He is the almighty God. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the great I Am. He was in control before the foundations of the earth. And he still sits on the throne today. And he's still in control. I don't care who's trying to manipulate what. Who's trying to change what. I'm telling you the bottom line is this. In the end, we win In the end. Come on, you can't give up now. You can't let fear paralyze you now. You can't draw back in a corner somewhere and wait for the devil to make his next move. I tell you, if there ever was a time that the church rises up to become the loudest voice in this society, we need to now. Come on, praise him. You listen to your bishop. I stake my life, my calling, my ministry upon what I'm about to say to you right now. I want you to understand something. No government can change God's course. No agenda can usurp His power or bend His will. No force in heaven or in earth has authority over Him. Watch now. Yet in all of His might and all of His majesty, the God who is in control displays His awesome power when He sends His only Son 
to Bethlehem's manger. It was the greatest display of love this world will ever see. That tiny baby crying in a straw-filled manger, the son of the living God, born to die for you and me. Listen, if God were willing to make that kind of investment, do you think that somehow in the midst of a pandemic, He's going to bail out on us now and leave us to fend for ourselves? I say to you a thousand times, no. If there ever was a time that we need to trust in His authority, trust in His divine power, we need to trust Him right now. He will, He will, He will see us through. Thank you, God, for your blessings on us. Thank you, God, that you're in complete control. God, I refuse to stay awake at night worrying about tomorrow. I'm not going to live in fear, God, because I've got your favor tonight. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, I know that some of you have been paralyzed by fear. Some of you have found yourself wringing your hands, wondering, oh, what am I going to do? What if the mark of the beast comes? What if it does? You know what it's going to do? God. I thank you, God. God, I thank you that I don't have to worry. Are you hearing me, God? I don't have to worry. I don't understand, but I don't have to worry. Watch. I'm going to speak to you the same words. That the angel shared with Mary. Do not be afraid. Sometimes people derive comfort from being in control. I'm going to step out there a little bit on a thin branch right now. And tell you that I believe that that's the reason why some of this is happening right now. Because government, church, society have felt like they're in control. You're not going to help me right now. We've got this down. We know what to do. We know exactly how to put all this together. And we're in control. And God just, I mean... From the financial sector to the professional sports sector, what a mess. I'm going to tell you what, if you support that, you need to repent of your sin. 
You hear me right now? I don't care if you like it or not. As your bishop and your pastor will back me up, if you watch that mess or support it, you need to repent. That's nothing but godless rebellion and disrespect and ushering in things that we don't need in our spirit. We got enough junk in the world to deal with. We need to get that mess out of our lives. My God, that wasn't in my notes. That was free. Hear me right now when I tell you. We're not in control. You know what? If you're in control and things go south, guess whose fault it is? You you, you don't have to live too many days to fully understand that you can't always choose what happens to you. But you can control how you respond. (laughs) The angel interrupted Mary's life. He let her know something that we all must understand. Hear me right now. I want everybody to get this in your spirit. If you don't get nothing else that I preach here tonight, I want you to get this in your spirit. Fear keeps us from enjoying God's favor. The angel let Mary know that she had a blessing coming her way. I prophesied to the first Pentecostal church in Jesus' name. There is about to open up unto this people the womb of God's blessing that will produce new life into the life of this people. God is about to open unto you Something that you cannot, will not ever control. He will be in control of it. And when he is through, it will be so overwhelming to you that the only thing you'll be able to do is to throw your head back and your hands up and give him glory and honor and praise because you will know it didn't come from your job. It didn't come from your bank account. It didn't come from your family. It didn't come from your friends. It didn't even come from your church, but it came from the King of Glory. Come on, somebody ought to praise Him right now. Come on, some of you aren't even lifting your hands right now. God just made you a promise. He's about to open up the heavens. Come on, praise Him. Oh, I feel something right here. 
Come on, there's something stirring right now in the Holy Ghost. There's some things that you've been believing God for and asking God for. And God said, I'm about to ready to open up the womb a blessing to my people. If you won't let fear drive you and you'll trust in my favor. You'd be seated. Mary, do not be afraid. You see, whenever you choose to cling to your fear, God doesn't remove the favor. You're just too fearful to enjoy it. Look, I, 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 didn't, I didn't find this on the internet. I'm telling you, Pastor and Jesus woke me up out of my nap. Let, let, me, let me say that again. When you live in fear, or you choose to cling to your fear, God doesn't remove the favor. You're just too fearful to enjoy it. Don't choose fear over failure. Get out there. Live your life like you were created to live it. You're a child of the living God. You're blessed of God. You have the favor of God. Well, what about if they lock up my bank account? He fed a prophet with ravens. Don't you think he can take care of your family? You need to quit. Let the devil make you live in fear. You're not in control. And hell is not in control. God is in control. And he's got you. I'm spitting a little bit, but not as much as I usually do. You were created to be more than a conqueror. Not to hide in the shadows and be filled with fear, waiting on the next disaster to strike, waiting for the next hammer to drop. Wait a minute. Do we believe the word of God? Well, my Bible said no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I don't care what hell's telling you. It's a lie from the pit because God, God has got you in his sights. You have the favor of an almighty God. Let, 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 let me hurry. Many people get up every day surrounded by God's blessings. 
They have resources for their business and provision for their family. Yet rather than walk in God's divine favor and thank Him for His goodness, they live under a cloud of fear. I'm talking about fear or favor tonight. Come on now. They live in the land of what if. I'd like to change that right now. Why don't you move, or in, move over into the land of so what? Amen. Huh? So what? I feel the Holy Ghost in that. That's simple, I know. But I'm going to tell you something. You need to quit walking around, wringing your hands. What if, what if, what if? Why don't you just look hell in the eye and say, so what? So what? So what? I'm still a child of God. I still got his favor. Come on. He's still in my corner. He still loves me. He still cares about me. He still got my best interests at heart. Come on, you ought to clap real loud right now and shout with a voice of triumph. So what? So what? Come on, somebody, praise him. Now I think I know why I got my brains beat out this week. Watch this. Hear me. People must understand that God gave you the power to get wealth, to draw your next breath, to put one foot in front of the other. He is in control. And he has said, listen to it, Jeremiah prophesied it. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. (laughs) Watch now. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, it is written. It can't be scribbled out. It can't be erased. God said, I Whatever you expect the end to be, that's what the end's going to be. Oh, we're going to end up in a heap. No, we're not. We're going to end up in heaven. I'm going to walk on streets of gold. I'm going to touch gates of pearl. I'm going to sit down by a crystal river. Come on, somebody. What have you been praying for? What have you been seeking God for? 
He said, I'll hear it. I'll hear it. I'll hear it. And I'll answer it. I'm not going to live in fear. I've got God's favor. Somebody shout, I will not fear. Yeah, we're just fitting to let the Holy Ghost have its way here. I just need to share just one more thing with you. Don't, don't let that die out. Watch this. Paul, Paul writes to Timothy. Paul's getting ready to check out. He's already experienced the favor of God in prison. <laughs> Having stripes put on his back. Come on now. Threatened in every way. But Paul now getting Timothy ready for the fight of his life. The struggle ahead. And he said, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Come on. The enemy would like to take that from you. It's what he's trying to do in America right now. He's trying to take us the laying of hands away from us. You're not helping me right now. But I'm telling you it's the will of God that we lay hands. Watch this. Wait. Watch this. Favor says something else. Watch now. Mark 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved but he that believeth not shall be damned watch now I, I never really thought about this until I read this today you shouldn't be laying hands on anybody till you've been baptized watch watch what it says watch he said if you believe and are baptized you shall be saved now watch this and these signs shall follow them that believe <laughs> in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues 
they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands. COVID, you hear me right now? They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall. They shall. They shall recover. Now, let me, I, I'm, I'm about to quit. We're going to shout. But watch this. The enemy would create a distraction with the current circumstances around us. Let me ask you a question. What's the worst thing that could happen to us? The coming of the Lord. Well, what if this pandemic sweeps through our nation? Look, I've had friends that have died of coronavirus. But you know what? That's not a defeat. Oh, well, you say that, Bishop, but it's not your family. I'm telling you right now, what's the worst thing that could happen to us? We're going to go see Jesus. You can't, you can't scare me away with heaven. You can't scare me away with the rapture. You can't do it. I refuse to let it happen. Now watch this. This is it. This is my final scripture right here. There's a lot of giants in the land right now. There's governmental giants. There's medical giants. There's even spiritual giants. Come on, you with me? Watch me now. I'm telling you that we're not in control, but there's never been a giant that's been able to handle God ever. Watch. Joshua chapter 11. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel. In case you don't know it, folks hate us. Well, man, thud. Save the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon, all other they took in battle. For it was, watch this now, it was the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle. Why? Why? Because He wanted to show them who's in control. God said, you stand against my people and you stand back and watch what I'll do. Look at it. That He might destroy them Utterly, watch this, that they might have no favor. But that he might destroy them as the Lord commanded Moses. Wait now, it gets better. So, and at that time came Joshua and cut off 
the Anakims from the mountains, from Hebron, from Deborah, from Aneb, from all the mountains of Judah, and from all the mountains of Israel. Joshua destroyed them utterly with their cities. There was none of the Anakims left in the land of the children of Israel. Only in Gaza and Gath and in Ashdod there remained. So watch this. Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord said unto Moses. And Joshua gave it for an inheritance unto Israel according to their divisions by their tribes. And the land rested from war. Now, now I, I, I didn't miss it here. Something's fixing to happen right here in this place. I know I could have quit a while ago, but I'm telling you right now that God's getting ready to speak a word to this church. You hear me right now. The word favor derives from the Greek word kophates, and it means to be pleased with. The definition we are gained from Webster, Webster says that favor is a gracious, friendly, or obliging act that is freely granted. Now I just told you in the Holy Ghost a while ago, God's getting ready to open up a womb of blessing. Come on now. I know many of you have missed the point already, but when God blesses you and I, many times... It's on, it's on an account of what we've done. We've been praying for two weeks. Is this the second week? Going into the second week 24-7. Who knows how many hours a day. Now listen, hell, I want you to hear me right now. God has heard the prayers of this people. And now God is saying to those that refuse to give in to fear, I'm about to do you a favor. I'm about to show you a favor. I'm about to put, whoa, watch. I hear the Lord say, I'm about to give you the land that you've been praying for. As I did for Joshua, the giants are falling and the land will become your possession. Come on. Your family, your friends, your neighborhood, your health. Yeah. I'm done. I'm finished. Joseph went through some stuff. You might ask the question if God loved Joseph. Why would he take Joseph through so much? Hear your bishop tonight. Favor ain't fair because you don't even know how you got to where you are. All you know is all of a sudden you saw yourself from a different place in life. You ready? Are you ready? Things you once did you don't do them anymore. Places you once have gone, you stop going to those places. I told someone the other day, 
I don't want to go nowhere. God ain't. This is a declaration, and then we're going to worship. Get ready, y'all. It is time to experience God's favor. Come on. Fear or favor? Fear or favor? You make up your mind tonight. You make the choice tonight. I choose favor. I choose favor. I choose favor. Come on, somebody shouted, I choose favor.